This is Ronan, Rocky Mountain Pro Superstar and Professional Wrestling's only true vampire. And you are listening to RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated. Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me once again back on the show from the uh, RMP commentating team, uh, Lucas Bradwell. Lucas, how you doing? I'm doing great, Artie. How's it going? I'm doing just fine. I'm, I'm excited uh, about something that we've got on the uh, very near future for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, and that's uh, the reason why we've got you on, uh, but uh, this kind of... Uh, uh, catch up uh, the listeners if uh, since we haven't done a, like a preview show we're doing a preview show for this upcoming uh, event here at Romero's this upcoming Friday uh, but uh, we haven't done one for since milestone but so that we're gonna kind of hit on some things uh, things that we may uh, see possibly uh, here at uh, Romero's this month and you know kind of maybe in peeking into the uh, future to kind of get uh, the uh, listeners here excited about all the shows that uh, Rocky Mountain Pro's got coming up uh, you know like I said this Friday and then uh, you know uh, next uh, few shows here leading up to uh, probably you know maybe even Shocktober so it's going to be great um, so what we kind of absolutely got... yeah go ahead Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say absolutely. The the next few months is gonna be uh, really exciting. Uh, you know, we've started a brand new season of Charged. Right. Uh, only a couple episodes into the new season, and I'm I'm as excited as you are seeing what's gonna happen. We already had a couple great episodes that have already aired. So, yeah, these next few months are gonna be real fun to watch. Yeah, the uh, the so-called uh, fallout from. Uh... Uh, milestone and then you know next big thing that's like I said we said on the horizon is is uh shocktober but we've got a few stops along the way as they as the the cliche goes uh but uh some of the things that we should probably uh talk about um that the hopefully the uh, listeners are seeing there on the uh charged episode is that we've got this uh um, this uh, partnership uh, in in the building uh, with uh, uh, Severino Corrente and uh, and Rochelle Riveter. Uh, wh- what can we uh, tell the listeners about about that? Well, it's kind of interesting. Um, I don't know uh, if this is a uh, relationship that's uh, starting to bond out of necessity for Severino Corrente or what, but he seems to be uh, trying to. Uh, uh, find a, a partner, uh, so to speak, to uh, kind of get back on his winning ways. You know, Severino Corrente had a, a tough loss at Milestone in a long-running feud against Atiba, mm-hmm. and I think he's trying to kind of get back to his uh, the King of Charge moniker that he, he goes by. And, you know, Rochelle Riveter, she also had a, a big loss at Milestone. She lost her Lockheads title uh, to uh, the you know, our unholy trinity or Reagan Grimes as she uh, had uh, introduced herself uh, in a promo at our last tapings. So this partnership, I think, is uh, something they, they've 
bonded on the, with the very season opener of Charge. We saw them uh, in a mixed tag team match. And I think uh, from there, Severino Corrente saw something. And he's been trying to uh, uh, kind of put something together here. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what these two uh, great singles competitors, uh, you know, one male and female, if they could uh, kind of form a very powerful uh, kind of, I don't know, a tag team or, or faction. I'm not sure what you would call those two. Right. Yeah. It is very curious of what, what, what are they up to? <laughs> so, you know, what, you know, we're going to have to tune in and, and see. And like you had mentioned, you know, they had uh, that uh, matchup there with, uh, uh, you know, the, the people that just uh, defeated them in the most recent matches, you know, uh, Atiba and, and, and Reagan Grimes. So, you know, and that was a wild match. I mean, craziness. I mean, but I don't know if um, I don't know if that I don't know if it's settled between the the four of them, the the two versus two yet. I I'm not sure either. I you would think a you know Atiba basically has said that he's moving on in his career. He's he's kind of wiped his hands clean of Severino Corrente. I don't think that Corrente yeah. uh, feels the same. And obviously, Rochelle River, she wants to get her Lockett's title back. So maybe uh, it's a little bit of you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I don't know. But we'll get, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where this leads to. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of that, just a little bit of, I guess, a kind of maybe a, a side note, uh, does, uh, is, is Rochelle now regulate, regulated down to, uh, you know, dropping down a few spots to the contendership because, you know, of course in Rocky Mountain Pro, we got, uh, uh quite a few other women uh, that, uh, would like to, uh, get their, uh, shot at that. Right. And, uh, you know, at the last set of tapings, uh, we had a, uh, a very major, uh, competitor, who uh, stepped into uh, the Rocky Mountain Pro ring and Christy Janes, uh, the Brazilian Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, you'll be able to see that episode in a, in a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, the, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Lockettes that uh, feel that they have a claim to that number one contendership. So I don't know that Rochelle River gets uh, is the number one contender as of right now. Yeah, that, yeah, it's so true. So, so it might be, yeah. So, it, so she might be thinking, uh, and we can only uh, speculate to what she's thinking that you know maybe this uh, uh, this partnership or whatever's happening uh, forming here with uh, Corrente may uh, help uh, elevate her to uh, just uh, pick up back where she uh, left off there. That's what I'm thinking. I you never know what's in her mind. She's you know that kind of. Uh, power tripping mom mm-hmm. uh, you know she she kind of feels that she has uh, a lot of power and stroke in rocky mountain pro and you know she's uh demonstrated that uh over the last several months with her title reign yeah and you know and, and you know it, it, like you said the, the the moniker the the her, her motto you know she should be she's probably thinking i'm gonna i need to, i'm the number one contender you must obey me i, I say it it's got to be made true yeah and uh i know that there's a uh she's been after titus uh who is uh you know the basically the spokes firm, spokesperson for the championship committee right. i know that uh she's been putting a lot of pressure on titus machiavelli to uh basically get a number one contendership i don't know right. if uh she's had that uh had much success getting what she wants because 
to be frankly honest, Titus doesn't have the power that he used to, he once had. Mm-hmm. He's just a spokesperson now, and uh, he doesn't make those calls. It has to be done through the championship committee, who we don't even know yeah. who's all members of this championship committee. They're very secretive. So that's another thing to keep an eye on is uh, exactly what uh, this championship committee is going to do as far as uh, making title matches over the next couple months yeah and and, and speaking of that, uh, don't, do you agree with me that that that's probably a, a good thing that we don't know who it is because uh you know it, it uh, gives them a, a a level of protection and and do what's right uh when it comes to making those uh matches for the uh rmp faithful to uh see uh at, at the uh at the events and on on the twitch and you know everything that w- that we do Oh, absolutely. I think that it's a good thing that there's uh, not any kind of shady business going on as far as influence or intimidation, Uh, because, you know, that's uh, when you're when you're in power, you know, the wake is probably the the best example of, you know, they kind of bully their way into getting uh, the situations that they want, the situations that benefit them by kind of intimidation. And now that uh, they don't really know uh, who these members are. They're taking it out on, on Titus Machiavelli, but like I said, he's just a spokesperson for him. He's only one member of uh, of a committee of many. So yeah, so true. Yeah. So another thing that uh, that we had uh, that was uh, a huge uh, return, I guess the best way to explain it uh, here at uh, a milestone. Uh, 11 uh, was the uh, return of uh, the one, the only, I guess the best way to put it, Stephen Ashburn. I mean, that was a, a shock, I think, to uh, uh, everybody at, uh, at at the show. Oh, yeah, it was it was definitely the biggest uh, shock for me. Um, I, I hadn't seen Stephen Ashburn. What? It's been three years, f- almost four years. Uh, it's been a, it's been quite a long time. Uh, he storied rivalry. Uh, with Curtis Cole and uh, Curtis Cole, you know, he demanded a matchup. He didn't have a match at milestone. He demanded one Titus. Uh, I don't know where he pulled that one from that rabbit out of his hat, but he got uh, Steven Ashburn to come back and uh, seemed like a good idea at first. That was a ter- tremendous matchup at milestone uh, 11, but uh, the, <laughs> the aftermath uh, since then, yeah. has been uh has been not so good uh, especially for Curtis Cole. Yeah. Uh Ashburn is still up to his old tricks basically. Oh yeah, he's he's ruthless <laughs> and you know he wants to he wants to hurt people. That that's always been his MO. He wants to hurt people. He's he's always had a big chip on his shoulder. Um that's that's uh Stephen Ashburn. He just uh, and, and he's a loose cannon. He uh he's not exactly dealing with the full deck upstairs. So Yeah. Uh yeah, and 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 I've so I told Titus this on commentary. I think that he's uh, unleashed uh, something that he he does. He's not even sure uh, exactly what he's unleashed right now. Yeah, and it doesn't help that I think uh, with him being the uh, only Grand Slam champion in uh, Rocky Mountain Pro history, I, I th- I'm hoping that's the the correct term uh, for him. That I think that's just uh, putting that uh, proverbial chip on his shoulder too. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he, the guy takes pride in being a Lockheads champion. So, you know, yeah. he's, he, he's definitely got some, uh, some issues with, uh, uh, 
power and ego and whatever you want to call it. But yeah, he he's uh, he he wants to be known as the greatest Rocky Mountain Pro uh, wrestler ever. Um, and I I believe that uh, I think he Curtis Cole is kind of in his way yeah. as far because a lot of people consider Curtis Cole to be one of the greatest that we've ever had in Rocky Mountain Pro. Curtis Cole is a yeah. uh, former Rocky Mountain Pro champion, multiple time tag team champion, a charge champion. So uh, he's another guy that when you talk about the all-time greats at Rocky Mountain Pro, you got to talk Curtis Cole and you got Steven Ashburn. And and with uh, Ashburn's ego, I think he feels that Curtis Cole is in his way. Yeah. And, you know, and I w- that was a great point because I was just going to ask you about this. You've been with, uh, you know, uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and – Hence, uh, NRW, you know, what was Rocky Mountain formerly known as. And, you know, Stephen Ashberg was the top guy in those, uh, a lot of time in that, uh, those, N- the NRW days. So, it, do you think it's kind of like a little bit of, uh, the, uh, uh, just the two different uh, guards, the two different, you know, I don't really want to call them two different companies because they're, it's still the same company, but the two different, uh, you know, the flavors of the same, you know, the same, the same scoop, you know, basically, basically we got the, uh, no, I, the old guard, the new guard, you know, and they're just kind of clashing in, in, in a weird kind of way. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, Ashburn was the very first uh, graduate of what was then known as the Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy. It's now the Al Snow Wrestling Academy, Rocky Mountain. Right. But, uh, you know, he was the very first uh, graduate and he was the quickest uh, competitor to ever become Rocky Mountain Pro champion. He was only in the company, I think, three months, four months, maybe before he became uh, the champion uh, at Shocktober in 2015. I, I've, if my if my uh, dates are correct. So, you know, he, uh, he had a quick rise, but then, you know, uh, go two years later, here comes, you know, less than two years later, here comes Curtis Cole, who kind of had a different path. Curtis Cole struggled a little bit uh, at first uh, in his training. He didn't have that quick rise. It took him a little while to, uh, to get uh, competent in the ring. So where he could compete at a high level, but then once he once he got in, he was another one that rose pretty quickly. I don't know if you remember when Curtis Cole first made his debut, but he had a, a very uh, prolific uh, winning streak. Uh, in fact, there was a lot of fans that would uh, uh, used to chant Kohlberg because <laughs> of his winning streak. And, and um, he became a charge champion just a few months into his uh, career at uh, Milestone 6, I believe. And so... These guys have had, a, a, you know, yeah, different paths, but a little bit of similarities as well. And I think that's some of uh, some of this feud and rivalry that's been going for many years now. Right. Yeah. And and I think there's even I, I remember uh, one time that these two, uh, when all the craziness of uh uh, you know, when uh, the, the I think change in the, of the seasons that happened just a, a few years ago when there was not sure who was actually um, the uh, the voice of uh, the of Rocky Mountain Pro making the matches. You know, there was the uh, the Vince Russo and, and I think even, um, um, for example, Ali Gata was the uh, the uh, the voice pro tem for Vince Russo at a time. And I remember. Hi. 
uh, I remember Ashburn and Cole, they uh, uh, even teamed up for a little bit, uh, for, you know, as the uh, – as the uh, new balance. <laughs> uh, right. So do you think yeah. even, do you, and that ended uh, very, very poorly. Do you think uh, that's even kind of adding a couple of logs to this fire? Oh, absolutely. You know, when uh, those kind of things never go away, uh, especially when uh, you've met your competitors like these two, uh, and you've had a kind of a history of, yeah. Uh, competitiveness but also there's been some backstabbing mainly mainly from Stephen ashburn yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah you got to think that all that kind of uh festers for a long time and never goes away you know we saw kind of remnants of that with uh um yaden and yaden and hoodlum at milestone 11 you know you thought that rivalry had been squashed a long time ago and and uh all it took was a uh, one little confrontation at the Colorado cup and those two are yeah. are at it. So that's just, you know, that's, that that's just kind of how this business is. I, those rivalries kind of never, never really go away. Right. Yeah. I mean, it can, uh, it can, you know, in this particular case, it can be all, uh, you know, all peachy. And then all of a sudden there's, Hey, you know, this is, this is, this is the world that, the, that we're in here. Uh, there could, there could still something be, there could still be embers there, and uh, all it takes is uh, a little bit of wind per se, and we got a full, full force fire. That's that's <laughs> absolutely right, you know, and especially when you've got guys that are kind of, you know, alpha males. Uh, every everyone, you know, these are guys that are top athletes, and they're trying to be the best at what they do, and yeah, that's that's what happens. That's those kind of uh, flammable combustible elements <laughs> yeah and you know uh i think that's a great i think that's a great tradition of uh, uh transition here for us um speaking of somebody that uh, definitely presents himself as a alpha male uh damon ace has got this uh thing he's got a, he's got a problem with uh uh of o- with owen easton um what should we uh kind of uh fill the viewer the listeners in on on this one uh you know damon ace is a he he's basically a an assassin let's put let's put it that way he's just he's a guy that wants to hurt people he's trying to take people out he's no nonsense and here comes owen easton who's in his rookie year he's only been i think what competing for not even six months i think he started march was his debut uh, maybe Feb- maybe February, I don't remember. But Owen Easton, he's uh, kind of a, a little bit different character. You know, he's uh, he's fun loving. He's got got great energy. Uh, the you know he's got the, this moniker Owen gets it going and and a lot of this. And I, I'm not sure if uh, Damon Ace takes exception to that, but Damon Ace is, seems to have uh, put a target on Owen Easton. And Owen Easton is uh, he's a hungry young young guy who wants to uh, prove himself and I, he wants to become charged champion. So, uh, you know, there's those two things going and you've got this guy, Damon Ace, who just wants to hurt people. That's, that's probably not a good thing for Owen Easton. And we know that uh, there was a, uh, a house show uh, that we had just a month ago and it was a very grueling matchup that Owen Easton damn near won the charge championship. And in fact, he never, he never officially tapped out uh, the the 
Uh, it was a disqualification because Damon Ace refused to uh, break the submission hold yeah. uh, when Owen Easton got to the ropes. Um, Owen Easton put on a hell of a show, and I, I, I honestly think that Owen Easton's got enough heart. Uh, does he have the skill to beat Damon Ace? That, that's the question, and I, I, I think you're going to see more of uh, this rivalry uh, coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I mean, and, you know, what you kind of mentioned, too, about uh, uh, Damon Ace, you know, kind of no-nonsense, and, uh, you know, he, he may be, you may be thinking that uh, he's trying to uh, psych you out with uh, all the uh, uh, quote-unquote antics or things that he's doing, but uh, he's, he's, he's really not. He's, uh, he's, 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 he really does want to, be, you know, you to realize that he's back, he's going to back up with, everything that he does do absolutely and you know and he's he's a trained mma fighter as well he was he's so he's he's definitely skilled it's just uh that it's just they're two different characters when he damon ace is is no nonsense and he looks like he's a uh, an assassin uh owen easton looks like he's uh you know the the kid you grew up with uh, right next door you know, that uh, might delivered your newspaper to you. So I, I, th- I think that's just the, the difference of uh, the difference of the two. Yeah. And um, you think uh, Owen Easton's going to have to worry about the, uh, the wake lurking uh, around here uh, with this uh, you, you, thing that got going on here with them too? Well, you always have to worry about the wake, you know, um, it's always something that, I, I, that's the whole reason I think that the wake is formed is because they wanted to keep the power. Dustin Urich wanted to keep the power and the title. Um, so he recruited Damon Ace and uh, it's for the last year over. Yeah. About the last year, they've been almost unstoppable. And then when they brought in JK pop, yeah. it, it made him even more unstoppable. And yeah, I, you always have to worry about that. But what I do like and that's going back to the championship committee. Uh, lately, they've been, especially at Milestone 11, this whole uh, thing of not letting the factions, not letting the the partners come out uh, during the matches uh, has been uh, has been a, a big coup, I think, for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, at least as far as fairness goes. Right. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with you. Uh, so in, in, and I don't know if it's a, an un- unfortunate thing, but, uh, because they did, uh, put that out there on, on these matches, I mean, we still have the wake in power. So they, they, uh, they, yeah, they which kind of is, proved, they kind of know, proved as like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you did. And here we go. We still won. Yeah. You got to give it to them. You got to give it to them. I, I had doubts that they were going to be able to, to pull off a, a clean sweep yeah. at milestone 11 and they did. Uh, you know, whether you like it or not, they they're they all won their matches relatively clean. I you know, there's yeah, no, nothing, nothing that I saw that was uh, was out of care, you know, out of anything out of uh, out of the playing field. So I think that uh, you got to give them their credit. Uh, they are right now the most dominant force in Rocky Mountain Pro. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And, you know, and then kind of speaking of uh, a little bit more of the uh, kind of wake and kind of things related to them, uh, we should, you know, maybe talk about uh, uh, the, the this little thing with uh, uh, Bud B- 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 Balfour, <laughs> if I could uh, talk a little, real well there. Uh, you know, the alliteration sometimes is difficult, <laughs> but uh, him, uh, he's got a hold of those uh, those belts, the tag belts. 
Yeah, well, Titus Titus was able to get him back right, right before uh, the, the last charge taping. But, yeah, see, uh, little shenanigans happened at the at the last house show that I was talking about. He uh, uh, took the belts, even though his, uh, his team of uh, Mr. Happy and Monster 9 lost their uh, championship matchup. He, they, he took the belts, uh, got that. I heard he went to... I don't know how far he got. I heard he was up in Lamont with those belts. Who knows where? I don't know where he went. But he uh, he, he, he was with those belts for uh, two or three weeks, and he finally was uh, forced to give those belts back. I don't know if that was a uh, just a a ploy, uh, maybe a uh, a message sent to J.K. Pop that we could take the belts when we want. I, I don't know mm. what he was trying to accomplish with that. But obviously – his guys were not going to be the rightful owners of those belts, but it, yeah, you never know what Bud Bellflower's up to. I don't know what goes on in his head. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's things that he's uh, uh, he he says he he mentions, and I'm like, that ain't right. That's not right. That's not correct. <laughs> what are you thinking, Bud? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a different character. That's for sure. Uh, he's but he's a he's a very wily guy. You know, very yeah, very cagey and and. So I, I, I would not underestimate him if I was uh, J.K. Pop or, or, you know, any of the other uh, opponents that uh, the Three Ring Circus will be uh, facing over the over the course of time. Yeah, yeah, so true. Uh, so, uh, what else um, should we uh, fill in the uh, listeners of what they can, um, you know, be looking forward to at uh, you know possibly this uh, upcoming show and uh, you know, like I said, the the stops um, that we uh, may have uh, coming up uh, all the way uh, up to uh, Shocktober because that's our next big event. Right. Well, you know what I'm really kind of curious to see is how Balaam Links is going to uh, uh, be looking over the next few months because. As you know, Balaam Links is the number one contender. He won the Colorado Cup. He's the number one contender to the Rocky Mountain Pro Championship. Mm-hmm. He's got a title shot at Shocktober. Um, I'd like to see how crisp, how good uh, he's he's going to be uh, leading up to the to the Shocktober because I'm I'm a, I'm a little concerned. He's he's had some uh, some injury problems. Uh, you know, he uh, had that hip problem. He's had some. Uh, He's had he's had some some issues uh, with his lower body over the past several months. Can he get a hundred percent by Shocktober? And he's going to have to be at a very high level if he's going to beat the longest reigning champion of all time in Dustin Yurick. Right. Yeah. And then you know we do we do have a little bit of time before uh, Shocktober, so certainly uh i think one mindset that the the wake could be having is uh let's uh, make sure uh, balaam uh isn't ready for shocktober yeah that's that's all and with the wake that's always a possibility especially when you got a guy like damon ace who is a who's an assassin i mean that's that's yeah. basically what his job has been is to take out uh guys that are a threat to dustin yurick um and he's done a very good job of it over many, the past, uh, yeah, you know, many many times <laughs> on multiple occasions. Right, you know, he <laughs> hell he took out he took out uh, Dustin Yurick's former tag partner uh, in Zero Cool, who uh, who we saw uh, as it coming with this new uh, this new name R.J. Karenin. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's another thing to watch is. Uh, 
uh, we've we heard that Dustin Eric said that you're not he's not a member of the Wake. He's just a uh, you know he's just kind of somebody that's uh, maybe a, a little bit of an associate, but he's not a f- uh, official member of the Wake. So that'll be another thing to kind of keep an eye on is is how that uh, relationship is going to be. Yeah, yeah. When they're going to be uh, calling in this associate, I guess it's uh, when it's uh, you know not good enough for the Wake to handle themselves, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or if it, yeah, or if they don't want to, if they don't want to get their hands dirty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't me, as the song goes, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, and uh, another thing that I I really am interested in is uh, we haven't we haven't seen him defend the title yet, but I'm expecting him to uh, be defending his title soon, and that's our new Twitch champion, Orin Vite, who uh, you know he this is a kind of a a, a big uh, this was a big accomplishment for him uh, becoming the Twitch champion. I know that he kind of wanted to shed some some of that uh, stigma that he's just a, a deathmatch wrestler. And I think he proved himself at Milestone that he's uh, much more than that. He's a, he's a great uh, technical wrestler as well. Um, so to see him uh, defend his Twitch championship over the next couple months, that's going to be uh, something to kind of keep an eye on as well. Right, yeah. And uh, do we know if uh, he uh, the Twitch championship will be uh, defended at this uh, upcoming show at, uh, at Romero's on Friday? I am told he is scheduled to be there. So yes, okay. I, I, so I, and as you know, we always, if, if the champion is able to, uh, to fulfill his duties, he is supposed to defend his title at every taping. So, um, that's, uh, is what is expected of him. So I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. that yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah. Cause yeah, like you mentioned, and, and you know, and he is, he is, uh, you know, definitely put that out there on the uh, that the social media that uh, this, uh, you know, was uh, uh, he was extremely excited and and proud to have won this championship, and um, you know, I think he's going to take some pride in, in in defending it as well. Absolutely, the Twitch championship has really been kind of a uh, the the new title that has a lot of prestige to it now because it's a title that. Um, is seen by a, a very large audience. You know, it's some of the uh, large audiences that we get on Twitch at times is uh, is more than what we get at a at a charge taping or what you know that's people that see it on YouTube. So it's yeah. it's uh, it can it be a very big deal and uh, gets a lot of eyes on you. True. Yeah. Very true. Uh, so, um, what else uh, do we you know have coming up? Uh, you know, maybe in particular for this upcoming show on Friday at Romero's or anything else that uh, maybe want to uh, clue in the uh, listeners to, to uh, make sure that uh, they do go to, if they're capable to go, go to the the live shows that we have here in the area. And then of course also to tune, tune in um, uh, Twitch when we do our recordings live as, uh, <laughs> as Bruce Williams would say. <laughs> right. Yeah. Recording live from the, from the Bradwell man here uh anyway so yeah we've got like we we got the charge tapings coming this friday at romero's uh eight o'clock is bell time um i believe doors open at at seven i and uh, i'm not quite sure i haven't heard about a we're gonna definitely do a pre-show i'm not sure if we're gonna do a a two-hour pre-show like usual or we might just do an hour but i know we will have a pre-show on twitch 
which will be free. Uh, but if you uh, want to be uh, there to see the whole charge tapings and you're not going to be able to be there at Romero's, you do have to have a, a Twitch subscription to our Rocky Mountain Pro Twitch channel. So, uh, But it's only $4.99. Uh, that gets you a month's worth of content uh, on the, our Twitch channel. All kinds of cool stuff going on there. Uh, you get uh, all the charged uh, tapings. You, you can watch them before they come out on YouTube. Uh, so that's a, that's a big thing. Um, or And all of our other platforms. So you got to be the first one to see uh, the charged tapings. And that'll, I believe, if you subscribe uh, before Friday, you will also get our next set of tapings as well. Because I don't think that'll quite carry over for the whole month so you'll get two sets of charge tapings for one month subscription so that's a good deal and remember if you have an amazon prime account you can link your amazon prime membership to get a uh subscription to our our twitch channel Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and I also too, of course, want to listeners, uh, do, do push. If you are in the area, uh, you do want to come out to, uh, some, uh, live pro wrestling. Uh, it's always a great time. And, and I Romero's to me is kind of like the most, uh, wild, unique place. One of the ones that we go to, uh, on a regular basis. And, Normally we are there on a Saturday, so but this is this time around on a Friday. So who knows what's going to happen to this one? So I would implore the listeners, if you're listening to this, if you're on the fence about uh, uh, coming to the show, I would say definitely come to the show this Friday. Right. Well, you know, Friday nights. Everyone, you know, everyone's had a long work week. They want to blow off some steam. What 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 better way to blow off steam? Than to go to a outside venue, a bar. You can have uh, dr- you can have drinks. You can see guys beat the hell, guys and girls beat the hell out of each other. Uh, it's uh, just great entertainment. And yeah, to to get your weekend kicked off the right way, you need to be there at Romero's K uh, Nine Club. Yeah. Right. So make sure you yeah, get tickets. Go to the, the rmpwrestling.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our website. Get your tickets. Uh, Eventbrite, uh, I think a fifteen dollars will get you ringside. Yeah. So yeah, it's great, great deal. And you know, yeah, you get it's a great atmosphere. You you mentioned it, it's outdoors. Um, outdoor venues are are, I think, are great. I, I love outdoor venues, especially now that we're getting into the season where. We'll start to be cooling off a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we're only going to have a couple more months of do, uh, to be able to do this uh, before the weather gets uh, turns. You know how Colorado weather can get already. So yeah. yeah, get out here, get out here now while you can, and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy the Colorado weather. Enjoy uh, great wrestling at a at a unique venue. And another thing too is that we are now at the time of the year here in Colorado. Bell time is at eight o'clock for this show on Friday, and that is pretty much exactly when the sun is setting right now in in the in the calendar year. So you're gonna get there uh, when doors open. Uh, 
you know, visit the uh, the bar, get some yourself some refreshments, uh, you get settled in your seat. That sun's going to set and that's going to tell you, that's going to give you that psychological thing in your thing. Oh, it's getting close to, uh, it's getting close to bell time. It's getting close to, uh, to watch the wrestling. So. Right. It gives, gives new meaning to the term Friday night lights. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) So, so true. All right. Hey, well, Lucas, I think that might be a a fantastic uh, exclamation point. Uh, to put on this uh, for for the listeners, uh, but before I do let you go, of course I want to thank you for uh, coming on. Uh, remind the uh, listeners uh, if they want to uh, follow uh, you uh, out there on the uh, social media and uh, everything like that. You want to in- interact with you, especially since you're uh, commentating there uh, on the on the on the Twitch for the the broadcasts and things like that. Uh, where could they? Yeah, uh, you yeah, that? you definitely you can definitely you can find me. Uh... I'm most I'm most active on Twitter, so you can uh, find me on Twitter at uh, RMP Encyclopedia. Um, but I'm also uh, on Twitch. Uh, don't have any content yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on that. So uh, I will I am on there quite a bit. You can interact with me. Um, so uh, always and and hey, if you're at the shows, uh, I'm always glad to uh, to talk to the fans, talk to the RMP faithful. And uh, just real quick, I, I uh, have mentioned this before, but I'm kind of doing some more things behind the scenes with Rocky Mountain Pro. So uh, as far as the producing standpoint, so another thing that I've I've got. So I'm, I'm staying real busy in, in case uh, anybody's wondering. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Oh, well, once again, uh, thank you for uh, coming on to the show. And, of course, I'll be uh, seeing you and hoping to see all the listeners uh, at uh, Romero's on Friday. Absolutely. I can't wait. A big, huge thank you to Lucas Bradwell for coming on to RMP Radio once again and talk about this upcoming Friday at Romero's, what we possibly could see in our matches, uh, kind of everything that's been going on with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro as of late. Hope you guys are all watching and keeping up to date, and I hope to see you guys all this Friday. So speaking of that, you want to get tickets to the event Head over to rmpwrestling.com, click on the events link. You'll be able to purchase tickets right from there. Now, if you're not in the area, uh, you, of course, can still, of course, watch us on twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. Like Lucas mentioned, if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you do get a Twitch uh, subscription in your Prime membership automatically. All you got to do is link that to your uh, Amazon account, and if you already have one, it's a nominal fee. Like uh, he said, four ninety nine. I think it might be five ninety nine. I'm not positive on that, but still, whatever the price, well worth to support Rocky Mountain Pro and the guys and the gals in their ring and we would greatly appreciate it if you do subscribe to us there on twitch also of course i would be amiss you want to support your favorite uh, rocky mountain pro superstars head to our merch store on the website at rmpwrestling.com or if you're an amazon uh, app or amazon.com do a search for rocky mountain pro You'll get a lot of different choices to choose from. If you're at the uh, each and every one of these events locally here in the area, 
hit up the merch table. Uh, they've got all kinds of great things there that may not be available online. So you've got your in-person exclusives per se. So that would be greatly appreciated by the guys and the gals as well if you can support them there. Reminder, of course, when these uh, after these uh, episodes do get uh, recorded uh, for after these live events, they get put onto an episodic form, and you can uh, view those at our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro. And of course, you can also find those on the Fight TV as well. Reminder to follow us out there on the social media. The account, the Rocky MTN Pro, wants you to follow that out there on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and let me phonetically once again spell that to you. That's the Rocky Mike Tango November Pro. And thank you all for listening to this uh, episode of of RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated. <laughs> <laughs>